You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. And welcome back to another episode of Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. I'm Alec Mappa, and it is my privilege and pleasure to introduce America's sister, the queen of show business, Lottie Love. Oh, I'm finally back. It's been a while. Hi. Well, you're a movie star. You've been making a movie, and I've been talking about it the entire time you haven't been here. Oh, I've missed you guys, but we're going to talk about that. But yeah, yeah. I've been making got... stuff up. I was like, Lonnie Love is in the new Star Wars film. She's playing a new black android. You know <laughs> called, what? Called What You Talk About, Willis. We're going to get into that a little bit later. I'm happy for you. Just just to let the squirrel friends know, because we're like so transparent. We're yeah. doing so many different projects, and right. Alec has a new one, too. But before we get into all of that, how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was great. I had people over who didn't have any place to go. So, oh. you know, I called friends, and I was like, what are you doing? And if they said, I, I, I got nothing, they came over to my place, and I cooked oh. all day. And I had about nine people over. It was super, super what fun. What is your dish? Um, I'm not a big turkey fan because I think turkey, uh, what's the point if like the best thing is the sides, right? <laughs> so we did a brine chicken, a gigantic brine chicken. We brined it for a couple <gasps> days. So it was moist oh, and tender and juicy yes. and then crispy on the outside. I did lobster mac and cheese. Oh, I favorite. did a butter sage stuffing oh. with a sourdough bread that was all cut up. I did the green bean casserole because everybody likes green beans. That's and, always uh, the best. Camel's green with mushroom soup. I can cook. You can cook. Yeah, I, but I didn't cook. You didn't cook. What'd you do? I, I was too tired. I was like, yeah. you I'm know, not going to cook Christmas break. Eve. I think I'm going to order Chinese food and just You watch think movies. so? Well, yeah. you know, that's a, a way to go. I went to mm-hmm. Vegas. I decided to go to Vegas and just spend some time. You know, my boyfriend and I, James. Um, yeah. We had a good time in did Vegas. Did you get married? No, of course not. Uh, never. You didn't get married by an Elvis impersonator <laughs> at one of those chapels? I did that 20 years ago. They were yeah. happening again. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, never I stayed again. at the Wynn, and I, I wanted to see Michael Jackson one. So that's Circus Soleil. Yeah. So I saw that. Mm-hmm. And then I surprised, because everybody knows I'm on this show, Magic with the Stars. So I've never seen Chris Angel's magic, live magic I've show. never seen him perform so i want to know was it amazing well i decided to surprise him yeah I, yeah yeah i was like well first of all i told his people i said don't tell him i'm coming to the show because he's been right, saying right, come to the right, show right. so 
I came into the side door and his assistant put me into the audience because he said, you know, the way to surprise him right. is there's a part in the audience where he picks like four ladies to come up on uh -huh. stage for this like little club thing. And I was like, okay. I said, and, and I had like on a mask and I had like my glasses. I didn't have no makeup on. I was like, I didn't think I was going to be part of the show, but okay, I'll do it. Right. And so the part came and he picks me yeah. and he can't recognize me because I put out like stuff all in my hair and I'm just I'm like walking up on stage. What, did you have like a hoodie on or something? Or? Yeah, I had like this hoodie. Okay. I had a mask. I had the glasses. Okay, so, so she know. didn't know it was you. He just, right. Okay. And so once we sat down, he was like, so I have these ladies. What's your name? And I took off all the stuff and it was like, Alec, it was like he didn't know who I was for like a Oh and my for, God. And then when he find he said, Oh my goodness, it's my sis. Oh, oh, and he has this part. Wait, 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 back it up. How long did it take for him to recognize you? <laughs> it took him because I did okay, to be honest, because I didn't have makeup on. Okay, so you didn't have your lashes on or I think yeah, he was right, kinda right. like, Who is this lady? Right. <laughs> Like, I had no lashes. I had lipstick. Right. I just can't, yeah, yeah. like, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so he was kind of like, you know, trying to figure out, like, is, is right, it her? Right, is right, right. Is it not her? Is it? But once he figured it out, what was even funnier was that he got discombobulated with his Because <laughs> he was like, I just, I can't believe she came. And they didn't tell me she was coming. Oh. And, it was like, and so we kind of laughed about it. And that was a time for me to kind of grab the mic yeah. and thank him and tell everybody about it. So it turned out one. Wonderful. And his act is really like if you haven't gone to see him, he plays at Planet Hollywood yeah. every night. And it's a wonderful magic show where he's like levitating. Yeah. He's got fire. It's like he's that rock star type of yeah. magician. So it was really What great. was the heart stopping trick? Did he do like a David Blaine thing where he made the whole Statue of Liberty disappear or? he? I, I love the levitation. Mm. He levitates a woman and then he levitates himself and then he goes out in the audience and you don't, it's like you. there are no strings. There's no, so I don't know how he's doing it. Oh. It's literally, I've never and he levitates somebody like in the audience? No, he levitates someone in the show. Oh. So on stage. So, and then he levitates himself. And then he goes out. But the thing is, his theater is like, it's like, it's not just like a plain stage, yeah. like what we're on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's got all the electronics. It stays it's designed for him. Oh, yeah. It's totally, totally designed for him. So it, we, I just had a great time. And I'm glad that I did mm. it. You know, and I made James drive. Perfect. You know, I was kind of scared because, you know, because I usually like to drive. I'm a driver because, you know, I'm a road comic. You're a control freak, so you got to be right. in control. But you know what? I honestly enjoyed him driving. I mean, the first, it was kind of nervous. I, lo I love being driven around. I don't need to drive. Uh, oh, my. You should have told me, Alex. I love it. It was just great. Yeah. It was great. I thought when you told me you were going to Chris Angel's show and they brought you in through a side door, I thought the next part of the story was going to be, and then I walked up a set of steps and I popped out of a hat. <laughs> like you were in the show so did you eat that's next time did you eat at the win for thanksgiving because i love the food there yes yeah. they have a wonderful steakhouse that i went to mm -hmm. it's called sw yep. and what i love about the win of course it's very first but every 20 minutes and we were sitting outside they have like this beautiful patio area at the wind yeah. every 20 minutes they have this i would say a water a show the, yeah, yeah 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 it's 
not so much water because it's like this huge screen mm-hmm. and it's different like videos or presentations mm-hmm. and things like that. So it was just nice to just chill out. And I love those statues of the naked people coming up out of the water. Oh my goodness. You you would like that. So. <laughs> but it was a great Thanksgiving. Now we into the holidays. I know. And-, and listen, believe it or not, this is a podcast about drag race and all oh, yeah. things drag race. <laughs> Um, if you're a returning visitor, welcome and thank you. And if you're for the first time, welcome and thank you. We talk about all things Drag Race. We've interviewed so many people on the show that we had a Thanksgiving episode where it was a compilation of Alyssa Edwards and Raja and Eureka and all the wonderful people that have been on the show. Oh, so impressed. Yeah. We were so impressed by that. But when we come back, we're going to catch up, Okay, uh, you know, with our lives, mm. but also we got to catch up on the drag race because, you know, drag race is international. That's right. I know you've watched it. You got to tell me everything that's going on. Everything. Right back. We'll be right back. Right back. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Monday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. And we're back, Lottie Love. So, let's talk about drag. International. Well, listen. Because you know what? I follow it on Twitter. I do follow it on Twitter. And it's so exciting. Now, this Drag Race UK season four. Mm -hmm. Tell me about it. I watched nonstop. It's interesting watching. See, after, you know, while the regular Drag Race here in the United States finishes up, there are other franchises that keep going. So you could basically watch Drag Race all year round, which is what I enjoy. So I Mm -hmm. watched UK. And the difference between UK and the US is I think that on UK... Like here in the U.S., we have all the girls can dance, all the girls can sing, yes. all the girls yes. can twirl. There's there's a lot of stunt queens, a lot of queens who will do the spinning kicks and the splits and everything. And there's less of an emphasis on that in the U.K. and more on being an all-around entertainer. Oh. So there's a lot of girls there who have their own cabaret acts where they sing and dance. So they're all really good at the comedy challenges. Okay. Okay. There was one black queen who I've been writing on the Instagram. I'm obsessed I with remember. her. Uh, uh, black Peppa, P-E-P-P-A. Mm-hmm. And she is from the Caribbean. She was born in the Caribbean, immigrated to London, and is just, all of her looks were just incredible. And she made yeah, it, no. so there were there was a top four, and she made it to the top four, and I was so happy. And she had, okay. she had made it to the top four after lip-syncing four times. Wow. Yeah. And the other top four queens were John Burr's Blonde, who is this Irish queen who works as a stylist in the UK and on fashion shoes. So all of her looks were amazing. There was another Mm -hmm. one named Cheddar Gorgeous, who was like an amazing makeup artist 
in the in mm-hmm. the vein of like you know who's amazing like Kim Chi or Raven like her makeup was just flawless oh. and she was very posh and very dry and then the one who won spoiler alert was a bearded queen named Danny Beard. Danny Beard was like the funniest. Uh-huh. I think the show is really about has become about being the best entertainer and Danny Beard was the best entertainer. So much fun, so funny and the looks are incredible and had a beard. Really? Had a beard. Wow, really? Yeah. And all the looks you you enjoyed the looks. The looks were incredible. If you go on Google and Google Danny Beard, you will see the looks. I think that also what Danny Beard got that the other queens didn't, is that the whole point of the show is make Rue laugh. And she did. Mm-hmm. She cracked her up the entire time and just went further and further and further. Uh, there was one Aww. There was one look that she did where it was, uh, I forget what the theme was, but she came out in a little shop of horrors dress. So mm-hmm. her whole body was like a green mermaid dress. And on top of her head, she had a puppet of the Audrey II, the giant plant, mm-hmm. that moved and and it had a mouth and it was just kind of like okay we're we're doing next level shit now so it was really really incredible so well the gay time says that it's not just about gay men in dresses and it shouldn't be drag is about being anything you want to be our new drag race uk champion everybody danny yes danny i see the looks and i see that she covers at times yeah beautiful face beautiful yeah. structure yeah and then she does you know. she does body yaddy 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 and just uh-huh. and i like the queens over there and you could tell that it's the show has also made rupaul an even bigger star in the United Kingdom, in the yuck. The only fly yeah. in the ointment, the only thing wrong with the show is it's on the BBC, so they can't give away cash prizes. Seriously? Seriously. You get a, each week, if you win a challenge, you get a, a badge. And uh, the grand prize is an all-expense paid trip to work on your own television show with World of Wonder. You don't get any money. <laughs> it turns into, well, it's BBC, so it's a government-run thing so it's like it's like our version of pbs like because it's all contributions from you know taxes or people you can't get any money so what happens is all the girls do leave the show and then go on tour there's tours all over europe tours all over the united kingdom like they're touring right now so even though they don't get paid while the thing if you can wait a year it'll turn into bookings a year later okay I also want to talk because during this Mm. season of UK Drag Race, there was something that was never done. Mama Rue couldn't be in one of the episodes. Right, right. Oh, and so Michelle Visage stepped Uh in as Mama Rue. And I was watching and people loved it. They loved having Michelle step in for Mama Rue. So I thought that that was was interesting. Yeah. And and, and you know what? This is a thing too. With the way... Michelle and RuPaul work together. Mm-hmm. She's ready for it. She no. knows the show by heart. She's, you know, she's been on so many seasons. One show that they're not on is Canada, mm-hmm. the Canada franchise of Drag Race, which is now Canada versus the world, is hosted by Brooklyn Heights, who some of y'all remember, school yeah. friends who remember from her season. And she was on Secret Celebrity Drag Race. She was one of the girls on that. Mm-hmm. And this season, they're doing their version of All Stars, where they had four Canadian queens, a New Zealand queen, and a British queen, and uh, the American queens are Silky Nutmeg Ganache and oh. Raja O'Hara. And they came, they're not playing. They came out swinging. Really? Yeah, Silky Nutmeg. Like, they're, they came in like, 
I had the experience of the U.S. thing and working on All Stars. I'm not playing around, and they played the game right away. And now, how were, can like yeah. like for Squirrel friends that don't know, how can mm-hmm. we watch these other episodes? I mean, is it apps or what? You can watch Canada versus the World on Crave in Canada and Wow Presents Plus everywhere else. Oh, and you could also watch UK Drag Race on Wow Presents Plus. Also playing on Wow Presents Plus is my personal favorite, the Philippines one. UK Philippines, which oh, is also I know you, you like pretty it. spectacular. You could binge the whole season, but Canada versus the world is only on their second episode, and they've already eliminated two Canadian queens. The first queen to leave was Kendall Gender, who was one of the top four in another season. Another was a, a Filipino girl, and she got eliminated on the last episode. And so, like, the Canadian girls are dropping like flies. There's only two left. <laughs> oh, my God. I Really? Oh. Yeah, I mean, how could it be Canada versus the world if there's no more Canadians on it? I mean, oh. it's just going to be the world. Wow. And you, yeah. know, it was, you know what was interesting? I'm hearing that they've had guests for Canada versus the world like Justin Trudeau, the Justin prime minister. Trudeau. Oh wow. My God. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. It would be like if Joe Biden had guest starred on RuPaul's Drag Race. They've had AOC and Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, well, the closest we got was Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, yeah. She came on and that that yeah. was huge too because that, you know, right. I think that that's, that's perfect. What about any of the guest judges for the UK? The UK has had a lot of people who are famous in England and it's a lot of recording stars that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> because because they have their own brand of Europop over there. Yeah, like, yeah. like even on the other franchises like Drag Race Italia or Drag Race Spain or Drag Race France, they will I, have... I do know that they had Hannah Winningham from Ted Lasso. And yes, I, from I, Ted I'm Lasso. I'm always excited She's to see so her. beautiful. Oh, and she's, gorgeous and yeah. friendly. So I yeah, really, really like her. She's beautiful. Yeah. So on all the other Drag Race franchises, even Holland to a certain extent, they're playing their version of Europop, which is like, you know, stuff that's been on Euroversion or stuff that, a dance music that we haven't heard here yet. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes the pop star who sings that song will be the guest star. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, that's so great. And I'm glad that you watch all of it. Yeah. All of it. You know, we will be getting back into the U.S. drag race where we'll be recapping and we can't wait for that. Can't wait. like you said, go on Wild Percents Plus. You can catch Mm -hmm. all these wonderful episodes and support Mm -hmm. all our brothers and sisters internationally. That's right. But, you know, since we have to catch up, I mean, okay, I want project. well, you know, we're, no, we're no, going no. to you, you first. You gotta go first. You gotta uh, okay. go first. Well, this, mine's, go mine's, first. Mine's, mine's not as big a deal as yours because I'm just, well, okay. I'm back on my Disney Channel show, Villains of Valley View, where I play the nosy neighbor, Mr. Tennyson, who's also the high school principal. And we are back in our second season. There's another actress on the show who I love named Patricia Belcher. Do you know her? Black actress? Hilarious. Like, if you ever saw the movie Jeepers Creepers, she's the black woman who predicts what's going to happen to Justin Long in that movie. She's been on Good Luck Charlie. It's just a great, great cast. And it films right near me, Lonnie, like literally less than two miles. So I can get up 10 minutes before my call. So I'm at this place called Andrita Studios, which used to be the studio for the Playboy channel. Really? Really. And so um, I, I shoot there and it's it's a lot of fun. So what was your movie? I was texting you while you were shooting. Yep. Yeah. And the last time I spoke to you, you were like, how do I memorize all these lines? So what happened? Yeah. Okay. 
first of all, it was my first lead in a movie. Everybody knows that we've yeah. been talking about that, right? And it was a lot of words. So I asked Alec because I was like, well, he's used to this. And he was like, bitch, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely no help at all. <laughs> I mean, on this one myself. So then what I did was I broke the script down into sections and I learned each thing by the section. And so once I learned the script, my part, and I, I read it and everything, I started making flashcards. And then when I get on set, and then this is when I text you, I got on set and they changed the whole damn script. Okay. That's <laughs> happened to me before too. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But, you know, at least I had the basis and I also understood the character because I had to do a character development for my character. And she's a crazy lady. Um, (laughs) And it was my first time playing this type of character. So I really wanted to get it right. And I and, and I really worked hard at it. And this is the thing, Alec, once. It's like learning a song. Yeah, yeah. I had to calm myself down because I yeah. was like getting like, <gasps> yeah. you know, because yeah, I've always had the small part. I was, right. yeah, I always had like, you know, a, a scene here, mm. you know, or you know how when we do sitcoms, you do like you right. have like two or three scenes and you, yeah. you know, you're not the lead or whatever. Yeah. But this is something different. Like I had like whole monologues that, you know, it had. To wow. Care. But. Once you learn the words, it's the, in, the, in the words of famous Madonna. Once you know the words to sing, you can sing almost anything. That's that true. just kept going into my mind. Oh, OK. So I said, if I learn the words, then it won't be so overwhelming. And she the mother Madonna was right. Because you were focused on learning the words instead of your exactly. own nerves or something. So it was like it sounds like it was an outside focus that helped exactly. you zoom in on what you needed to do. Exactly. So once I got to set, even though they had changed the script because I had the basis of it, it was so easy. And it was like riding a bike. So I was able to pick up. And Mm. honestly, you know, I was the only person that kind of like knew all my lines. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. (laughs) No shade. I mean, they're all great. Yeah. But who who else was in it? You don't have to say who didn't know their lines, but (laughs) who were you acting opposite? (laughs) It was some young kids. It is just so great. It's like, it's a, it's going to be a very, funny dark horror movie oh i can't wait it's really good so you know what i mean is it gory yes it's yeah gory. i it's saw gory. a really great movie on hbo during the break i was called barbarian and it uh-huh. stars justin long and it is so it's the scariest movie i've seen all year it's so good really? it's about it's about a girl it's played by this uh, black british actress who was on black mirror and she rents an uh, an airbnb <laughs> And she shows up and the actor who plays It is there saying that Uh he got there first. And Uh he was like, you know, we should just split it. And then they end up splitting a bottle of wine and hitting it off. And he's like, I'm not that scary. Just you have the bedroom. You could lock the door. I'm going to sleep out in the living room. So she decides to stay the night because there's nowhere else to go. And in the middle of the night, this is not spoiling anything. She wakes Uh up and her door is open. <gasps> of course. After she's locked it. And she looks through the door and she can see Stellan Skarsgård asleep on the couch. And then you see in the back of the house, the basement door is open. And that's all I'm going to say. The movie takes off from oh, there. You know what? I cannot wait 
for you to see what I've done because do you get to has, run and scream? Do you get, are you the last oh, are you the last everything. girl standing? Are you the I last did like, without even giving it away? You're I Jamie was Lee Curtis kind of stuff. I'm just I, it was no I'm no you got to see it. Okay, you 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 have to see it because it's something that you've never seen me do, but. I love the fact that I was able to add the comedy and that's so exciting. And I just, you know, I just think that in life, when you are presented with a challenge, I think that you should take the challenge because you never know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to spoil it. And you were number one on the call sheet. Oh my, you know, we are number one on the call sheet. Okay. Explain to people what what that is. What a call sheet is, is a list that you're given at the end of each workday on a set. And it has your call time. And then it has all the departments, makeup, hair. And it says when they're, when they're, what their call is, when they're needed. And then you're listed, the actors are listed on the call sheet in, (laughs) if you're the star, you're the number one person on the call sheet. Right. Or, be- or yeah. 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 I've been mm-hmm. on, I've been number one in the call sheet twice in my life. In Look the, at you. Yes, yes. And they were both for comedy specials that I was shooting. So I was the only one on the call sheet, <laughs> but I was number one. <laughs> but it's a special feeling. It's a special well, feeling. It's also a responsibility. I will say that because mm. when you are the first person, it's, I learned a lot. One, it's like when you see the time to start, like, People don't understand. If I came late, that would make everything else late. You're keeping 600 people waiting. Yeah. Right. Or if I don't know my lines, then I got to learn my lines, Mm -hmm. which extends production. Mm -hmm. So when you have the number one, number two, number three, the top three people, they should, you know, because I've been on some some sets. You're also Mm -hmm. setting the tone for everybody else. Yeah. You set the tone. It's a leadership position, whether you like it or not, because it's a responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like and it's just because sometimes they can pad the time like the crew can pad the time. And you're like, wait, wait, wait. No, what we're not going to do. We already getting up early. Yeah. We're not going to pad it with two because you think you don't know that if I'm an on-time person or not. I said, no, I'm an on-time person. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, everybody else follows behind. Right. Me. So if I'm on time, I expect everybody else to be on time. I mean, I've been on some sets where you've had two people that were the top two. They would not get on set until the other person. I mean, they play these petty games. I was on the same movie that we would always be waiting <laughs> for the last two actresses because yeah. the last one there, everybody's waiting on. So yeah. there was this whole thing of like, they were watching each other, like who's going to set first. And right. it was like, Oh, come on. Right. But you know, right. the leadership position of that, especially when you're working with young people, they're looking yes. to you to yes. kind of like how to act. And if yes. you're going in and you're late and you're shitty to everybody, it that's like a virus that spreads. And that's why I made sure that I had my coffee before I went to blocking. And we would have blocking at 7.30 every day. And I established, I said, I don't care if they're not here. I'm yeah. going to be here at 7.30 and we're not waiting. We're not going to wait on anybody. We're going to do the blocking. We'll have whoever stand-ins. And one day, 
it happened where somebody was like, we we don't know. I'm here. Yeah. I'm number one on the call. She, yeah. Because and I, the only reason why I was like that, too, is because it was limited and we had a limited time on this set every day. How many days did you shoot? It feel like a thousand. Yeah, were you in every scene? Or are you in every scene? Yes. Yeah. I'm like, I was like, I get the day off. Oh like, wait God. a minute. I've never wait, been in that wait position. Wait a minute. Yeah. So, but but I just want people because you know this is the thing too, squirrel friends. We are giving you the behind the scenes of not only Drag Race but of the Hollywood scene. Right. I had a great time. It reignited my love for movies. And yeah. Things. And, and for 2023, it's like, that's what I really want to get yeah. into more. You're going to get a ton more movies. And stuff like that. And so it, it is really, really great. So thank you for letting me catch up. Wait, wait, wait. Did you have any moment on set? This is my question. Where you looked at the call sheet, saw that you were number one, or you're in the middle of a take, and you were like, I'm Lonnie Love from the Brewster Projects, and I'm in a movie. Every day. Yeah. Every day. And I took it with responsibility because I'm like, you know, this is a big responsibility because you have to realize that it is millions of dollars on the Mm. line. You have people's jobs on the line. I mean, actually, one of the producers came to me and was like, thank you for doing this movie and for being this great leader. Right. Because this helps everybody. And it's those type of things that when I will say this and we'll close with this. Is those type of things that after you see the movie and it comes out, any movie, you see why a person may be emotional if they get criticized about it because you don't know right. all the work right. that was put in to make the movie happen. It just doesn't happen. And so sometimes you have to give grace if you see, um, I can remember, I'm thinking about Viola Davis. Mm. And when she did this, it was a Showtime uh, limited series and it was called- uh, First Ladies. First Ladies. Mm -hmm. And on Twitter, they took a 10 second clip of her playing Michelle Obama and she was I knew what she was doing she made an acting decision mm-hmm. to you know do the Michelle Obama like Michelle has these this this way with her mouth yeah and people took that 10 seconds and they tried to clown like that she's terrible know, right and I told people I said why don't you watch the whole series mm-hmm. instead of taking 10 seconds because mm-hmm. you don't know what Viola and her husband with their production company had to do to make this project happened. Yeah. And so that's all we ask. We ask for people to give grace. Yeah, you can clown, you can do whatever, but also, you know, you understand that the work that people putting in to make this stuff happen, just like with drag race. That's why we say be kind to the queens. I know. All the, the work and it's just you don't see all that behind the scenes yeah. stuff. Of, of what they're doing. And, it, you know, you have injuries, you have all kinds of things. That I know. Happen. That's why I you love I mean? talking to all the queens on the show, like Alyssa Edwards and Raja and, and the people that we've interviewed and Eureka telling us about their journey. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like I was 16 years old and I was manning the spotlight at a bar. And then I started messing around with makeup. And then my drag mother put me on stage. It's like there's a whole year's journey that takes place before they even get to drag race. And you don't know what they've been on or what they've gone through to be on the show. I mean, and these, that's why we yeah. just ask people to, you know, have grace. So we're going to take grace and we're going to take a break. We're going to be right back because we're going to talk about what's happening. Yeah. In- Yeah, culture. We're going to give an update. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Monday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. And we're back! Alani, this was like on my mind while you were away this happened while you were gone. I, I'm, I'm talking about the, the shooting at Club Q. Uh. It was on Trans Remembrance Day, which Squirrel Friends, as you know, is where we commemorate trans people who have died in you know hate crimes or murders or just kind of remembering the trans people who have passed that year. And during this time, somebody did come into a Colorado club during a drag show and Mm -hmm. shot some people up. Five people died, and so the shooter was incapacitated by a man named Richard M. Fierro, who's an Army veteran, and he said that he went straight into battle mode and that all of a sudden he goes, I have to protect my family, and this is the thing that gives me chills that he said, and I looked around and everybody in the club was my family. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. while he was punching this guy out, and I saw the... Yes, I saw him. I saw the, the mugshot. This guy, they fucked this guy up. Some people helped out, stopped the shooter. One of them was Thomas James, who is a Navy sailor. And a trans woman, who I don't have her name here, also helped stop the shooter by standing on his neck with her heel. <laughs> just, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just like, uh, I, I, you know, it's so awful. I was doing a movie in Houston right after the Orlando shooting, and I was with a bunch of people... And we were at a drag bar and it was so unfortunate. We walked in and we all looked at each other and they say, okay, what's our emergency plan? Where are Mm. the exits? What happens? Where do we need to go if shit goes sideways? And it's like, what's awful is, is a queer person, those are supposed to be our safe spaces. It's Mm kind of like, if you don't want to see me on the street, well, I'm going to go into this bar where the door's closed and you won't even see me. So the fact that somebody went in to this place that's supposed to be a safe space and then gunned down people who are just, who are already segregating themselves from the rest of Colorado Springs, you know, it's just, it's terrible. So the responses came out immediately after Lauren Boebert was saying hearts and uh, uh, thoughts and prayers are going out and people answered her going, you've been the one who's been campaigning on this. You've been, and they, and they posted all the tweets that he's she's been saying against trans people and all the homophobic tweets and you can draw a direct line between the rhetoric that she's been using and the rhetoric that DeSantis has been using to this violence definitely and you know we want to identify the five victims Mm -hmm. Raymond Green Vance he him Kelly Loving she her Daniel Aston he him Derek Rump he him and Ashley Pond she her and you know some of the victims worked at club q yeah others were enjoying the festivities i think what was disturbing 
was that the shooter's dad, they interviewed mm. him and you could definitely tell there was something going on with him. But the mentality of the shooter's dad, you could see why we as a community we have to push for laws of equality, mm -hmm. for laws of safety, for marginalized groups. Right. Because right. if we don't, we have people that are out there that have these thought processes and these stereotypes about us. Yeah. And I took that away from this tragic, tragic, tragic situation. But I'm also so proud of people standing up for themselves mm -hmm. and fighting back. Right. And it just shows the love because, you know, especially in Colorado, there you like you said, there aren't a lot of safe spaces mm -hmm. in Colorado Springs. Mm -hmm. So for this to be the safe space, and this is how dare you as a person. I know. Come into this safe space. This this space. Nobody yeah. is hurting you. Nobody is, you know, yeah. it just it just it that angered me. Yeah. And I saw the interview with the dad that you're talking about, and he was like saying oh, I heard that he was at a gay bar and for a second I thought he was gay and I was like, phew, okay, he's not gay. It's like you were more relieved to find yeah. out that your son wasn't gay than horrified that your son just murdered five people. Right. Yeah, right. so that makes you, gives you an idea of this man's mentality, but it, it's just kind of like, it's what it's brought home to me is that these, these kind of words, when you open your mouth, your words have consequences. Yes. And if you're opening out saying gay people are groomers and drag queens are predators and trans women are out to erase you, then you're inflaming the hostilities of people who may not be mentally all there. Mm-hmm. Do you know? And this person who came in, and also, this is, we don't even have to go to a bar. I mean, all of January 6th was people being told a lie. <laughs> Yes, definitely. Yeah. I mean, all the way, you know, and the thing is, is that from this, you know, we need this thing to stop. But also, what were some of the other lessons? And some of the lessons in it is that when crimes happen to our community like this, mm. we have to be careful with certain things. So like advocates were saying that law enforcement or media misgender a crime victim. Mm. When they do that, it can add trauma and pain. So the Colorado Springs police said that they made an effort not to misgender the Club Q victims. Right, right. Um, so it's like, it's little things like that because, you know, it can add the trauma, it can add pain to a community that's already grieving, but it also perpetuates violence against LGBTQ plus people right. and reinforce the belief that trans people's identities are not legitimate. So it's, it's still, even when stuff like this happens, there are, are corrections that we as a country need to make to mm -hmm. make sure that our LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters are properly handled. Yeah. And, and recognized you know, and recognized and respected, definitely. have their identities respected. It's like this, you know, I, uh, my, my immediate household is black and queer. So it's kind of like we go about our lives and I'm sure you're like this too. You can't go through your life thinking, oh my God, there's so much hate out there. You just have to go through your life kind of doing the best you can. And when stuff comes up like this, it's like, Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, the fight continues. The fight. Definitely. The fight continues. And this is why we, and we'll move on to yeah. lighter news, but this is the reason why 
You have to be politically involved in this country. And when I say politically involved, it could be something as simple as making sure you're registered to vote mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you need to vote in your interest. Right. And that's why I always say, you know, the best fight is your vote because we have to encourage our leaders that hate is not what we're doing. And because you don't agree with someone's lifestyle, that's none of your business anyway. Right. But let's, be, but let's put in laws to protect us. So speaking of laws, the U.S. Senate has passed the Respect for Marriage Act. Mm, 61 to 36. 12 Republicans joined the Democrats. Mm-hmm. Now, tell us what the Respect for Marriage Act is. Okay, since Roe v. Wade was overturned, this is an attempt to codify, meaning make it into law, that same-sex marriages, interracial marriages, that are still respected, that it's still legitimate. It's basically, the short story is, this will make same-sex marriage a law so that my marriage isn't up for debate or or a vote every four Which years. Which it should have never been. Yeah. But it's it, like slavery. I it's know. like, who, we got we to do an amendment. for right. So if you take the amendment out, because I can tell you right now, I ain't going to be nobody's slave. Right. I'll be the worst slave <laughs> in the United States. You get it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't getting that for you. What are you talking about? Take care of your baby. How you doing that? But here's an interesting thing. Mitch McConnell voted against it. Yes. And he, there's a provision in the in the Respect for Marriage Act for interracial marriages. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, he's in an interracial marriage. marriage. Mm-hmm. So he didn't even vote to protect his own marriage. It's mm-hmm. like, what is going on? So well, you know. It, I mean, I, come on. How yeah. many, you think he's still getting some? Anyway. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it passed in the Senate. It still has to go through the House. There's some fine print in the bill. The bill does not require states to allow same-sex marriage. So if the Supreme Court overturns the Obergefell versus Hodges decision, which requires all states to recognize same-sex marriage, it will be up to the individual states to allow or ban same-sex marriage. It also has religious freedom exceptions, meaning it protects nonprofit and religious organizations that don't support same-sex marriage. And even with that, it's a positive step forward. But it's also a reminder, there's more work to do and we're still fighting for our rights every day. You know, we, this is the reason why, you know, we have to push inclusion. And that's one of the reasons why I became an entertainer, Mm -hmm. Alec, because the reason why I did a talk show with all types of women from all types of races, because I wanted to, in my mind, I thought we could show middle America that maybe doesn't have a black friend or Asian friend or a Hispanic friend, what it's like Mm -hmm. to, you know, have someone of color every day come on television. Mm -hmm. That was the real reason, you know, that I did the show for so long. And that's the thing is that when you have a show just like Drag Race, you do it because you want people that never see something like this to realize, wow, they're people. They're just, they're just, they, they go they're through emotions. They're just people. That's and, it. And more than that, if you're a queer kid out in the middle of nowhere uh, and you don't come up against any queer people, or if it's not safe for you to be out where you live, something like Drag Race is, is like watching 
you know, people have the fantasy life or live a life that is not within your reach immediately. That's why mm-hmm. one of my favorite parts of Drag Race every time is in the finale where RuPaul shows their pictures as kids. And yes. what would you say to your five-year-old self? Yes. You know, because there's like kids out there who are growing up who are exposed to the kind of hate that they experience in Colorado Springs. But the thing that I loved about it also is out of a conservative area like Colorado Springs, there's still people who love their queer family. Yeah. And the more I read about this Club Q place, it was a safe place for everybody. Everybody was welcome. Everybody just yeah. loved being... And that's yeah. the thing about this country. I think you just have a small majority of people, but it seems like their voice is very loud. Mm. It's like you ever like... You notice if you put a comment on social media and you got a hundred great comments, but that hundred and one comment that's bad, that, the terrible that, one. you know, yeah, it, it, it gets to you. Yeah. I think that's how I see it. And I, and I don't want, that's why I don't give up on our country. I don't give up on the people. And that's why I'm saying is that you have people out there that are in these little small towns. They know what's right and they know what's wrong. Right. And they know that people should love the way they want to love. But sometimes they're influenced or sometimes they could be. And I'm not making an excuse. I'm right. just saying that, especially because I've been deep down south in the mm-hmm. red, mm-hmm. you know, doing stand up, you know, and I'm standing on this stage and, and I can look out and I can see the faces. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, you know. Yeah, yeah. Can, you know, <laughs> this is different. <laughs> it's different out here but it's but that's our yeah, rope. i know but that's our opportunity also like when you go out to those spaces is like what do we have in common yeah you know and i think that's that's what we have to to find moving forward what do we have in common and i also want to do a quick shout out to my man hakeem jeffries he has been picked the first black person to lead Congress for the House Democrats. So congratulations. That's a big uh, deal. That's a big deal. And it's changing. It's it's definitely, definitely changing. So we're going to keep up the fight. We want our squirrel friends to keep up the fight. But I got to take a break because, you know, Alex over here coughing. I am coughing. I know. It's like we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Monday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Oh, and we're back. Lonnie, I didn't I didn't know we would go that deep with this episode, but it's You know, we always but, end but up taking happens. it a little further, but I you know. know, this is our passion. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, I think we you and I both have this great passion. We've been in this right. business for a long time. We've seen 
what can happen when we all work together. So, yeah. you know, if we get a little deep squirrel friends, you know, because th- we love y'all. It happens. Yeah. It happens. And also, you know, right before the break, we were talking about safe spaces, you know, for queer people. Uh, this is a safe space. The, the Squirrel Friends podcast is a safe space for you to listen, for yeah. you to hang out with us. And mm-hmm. if you're someplace isolated where it's not cool for you to be you, we love you. So we're, we're sending you love right now. So don't forget, if you have any questions or hot takes for us, for the queens on the show, you can tweet us or message us. You can actually tweet just Lonnie Love because, Lonnie, I've left Twitter. <laughs> Why? I couldn't take the whole Elon Musk thing anymore. I just, <gasps> all of the misinformation and everything, I just didn't want to be a part of it anymore. So I have you left Twitter. Left? I left. I left. But Lonnie's still there. Oh Lon- my goodness. I, it's shocking, isn't it? It's it's shocking. I feel like I've cut off a limb. Like sometimes I feel myself during the day wanting to check on Twitter and uh-huh. I, I don't. You know me. I'm a fighter, Alex. I know. I'm like, no, I'm staying. But I'm, also I'm a- <laughs> every time I was on Twitter, it was like a doom scroll. I was just all bad news. It just bummed me out the whole time. Oh. But it's still yeah, a way to get your peace. It's still a way you can still use Twitter for good. And if you yes. want to send Lonnie Love a message, you can find her at Comic Lonnie Love on Instagram or at Lonnie Love on Twitter. I want y'all to DM at Alec Mappa on Instagram <laughs> and tell him to get back on Twitter. Don't, don't. don't I have a year. Go. I have a year to reboot my account, it says. But I don't want to give Elon Musk my money. I don't want to. I earn my blue check mark. I, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. I, we'll I think see. he's going to change. You think I'm going to come crawling back? You think I'm going <laughs> to? I just say it. At least it's active for a year. Okay. Let's see what happens. All right. So, you know what I mean? You can listen to Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like this episode, make sure to rate us and review us. Five stars, please, and tell a friend. Yes, tell everybody you've ever met. You can catch up on past episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race and All Stars on Paramount+. Plus. Well, you can also watch everything on Wild Present Plus. So we'll see you soon. See you soon. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.